Because the trauma of infertility doesn't just go away. Hi, welcome to Diagnosis Infertility. I'm Andrea. I'm a health and life coach, an infertility warrior, and I want to normalize the trauma associated with infertility, but also make you laugh out loud at least once. If you're trying to wrap your head around fertility, maybe you have experienced infertility in the past, maybe you're worried about it in the future, or you're currently in the freaking trenches, going through it right now, or maybe someone close to you is, then this podcast is for you. Here we are all about being raw, telling it how it is, and giving you real action items to support your mental, emotional, and physical health. Because girlfriend, it's about all three. Okay, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. I am excited for you to be here. So this topic is a doozy, as you saw on the title, and I got myself into just a whole, a whole of research and different topics and different opinions, and then I started spiraling into probably a whole different dimension on what it means to try to get pregnant in a bigger body. And I, I listened to even a few podcasts. Honestly, I did a ton of research about this because if I'm being completely honest, right now I am in like a normal body weight. I haven't always been in a normal body weight when I was trying to conceive. So probably like year three, I, I did gain 15 to 20 pounds and I was in the overweight category when you looked at BMI, which is incredibly stupid if we talk about BMI. And I'll probably get into this when I talk about one of my clients and her experience. But when I talk about BMI, it's just a load of junk. And anyway, I, so this has been a really big thing that has come up quite often with a lot of my clients and a lot of my followers. And so I wanted to talk about it. And I wanted to share a few different stories of the clients that I do serve. And I wanted to share a ton of research for you guys. However, when it came to the research, I became so overwhelmed with all of the findings that I don't have a ton of authority to bring back to you and like a ton of research articles to link back to you because it it was too much. It was too much for me. And so I'm Instead, taking the knowledge of me as an occupational therapy or as an occupational therapist, my experience being somebody in the like quote unquote normal weight category trying to conceive and what doctors have told me, and then my experience with clients who do have a bigger body and are trying to conceive and are and or are pregnant. And what it comes down to is you know, do I need, do I need to lose weight to get pregnant? Honestly, the answers are all over the place. I found a research study that was actually very interesting to read. It had roughly just shy of 400 women in the study. That was my phone. Sorry. I also, side note, I've let go of the perfection of trying to record these podcasts. I used to put so much pressure on myself of having every word mapped out and everything so that I knew exactly what to say to you guys because I wanted to just show up in the most beautiful and impactful and empowering way for you. And I'm letting that go. So this is going to start to be pretty imperfect. (laughs) Who knows what sound quality is going to be like. Um, I'm just 
I'm just going to show up for you. So you heard my phone in the background. You might hear more things. I don't know. Okay, back to what we were talking about. This study was really interesting. So they found women. I don't know what their BMI was. I don't know how much. I don't know how much they needed to lose. I all I know is that they found women who were bigger bodied and they took half of them and they did like super intense dieting and lifestyle changes, I believe, or diet. Okay. No, they did intense dieting, meal replacements, medications, and increased their physical activity. And then the other group, they simply increased their physical activity without trying to lose weight. And after completing the programs, both groups received three rounds of fertility treatment. And it was interesting because 23 of the 188 women who um, did the intensive part of it ended up giving birth. Okay, so that's 23 of 188 women, which I'm going to find that. What is that percentage? Okay, so that's... 12%. And then the women who change their lifestyle and increase physical activity, however, maintain their weight, there was 29 of 191 pe- women. So that's 15%. Okay. So really, there was an, not a huge difference. However, more women ended up giving birth when they simply switched their lifestyle and there was like different health benefits to switching their lifestyle, right? And that, of course there was increased health benefits too for the women who did all these intense things. But I guess what I understood from this study is that you don't necessarily have to lose weight, but possibly look at a lifestyle change, right? I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know if this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't know if this is going to be a wake-up call for some of you. But chances are, if you are feeling like you fall into this category of having a bigger body and trying to conceive, or even just trying to conceive, honestly, all of us could use a lifestyle change in some capacity of your life, right? I am starting to master my working out, not starting, I have mastered my movement. I am very good at that. I am starting to master more of what happens in the kitchen and the food I put into my body. But right now what my biggest habit is and my biggest thing I want to change is my spirituality and my religion and that which is greater. So I am working more on how to be consistent with devotions and spending time with God and being connected in that way and like really getting healing and being whole again. And so there's always, what I'm getting at is there's always a habit to change. And if you're in a bigger body and you're feeling like, son of a bitch, how did I get here? What is happening? There's probably a lifestyle change or a habit that could happen, right? You know, you don't just wake up 20 pounds heavier one day. It's a slow and progressive pattern that was accumulated by a habit that we fell into, right? And so I'm going to speak to my husband. He 
is on a really big weight loss kick and he's on a really big kick for health and wellness for himself. And I love it because I am obviously such a huge or such a huge cheerleader for that. And it's taken him a few years to get to that point because he wasn't ready yet. But he was like, I have gained. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what it was. 40 pounds maybe. And the seven years that we've been here, it might even be more than that. I don't remember. But he didn't just do that overnight, right? It was a habit of heavy beer, of late night snacking, of not stopping when your belly is full, those types of things. And so we're starting with really small steps. He switched to light beer. You know, he still wants beer. He doesn't want to cut beer out. That's fine. Same with you. If you love soda, you don't want cut soda out. That's fine. You know, maybe we switch to a different soda or maybe we only have one soda versus seven sodas a day. Those types of things. But what I'm getting at is if you are here, if you are listening to this, if you are wanting something to change in your life or you feeling really junky about your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, something needs to change. A habit needs to change. A lifestyle needs to change. Okay, I really hope you're enjoying the show. I wanted to pop in here and talk about one of my favorite, favorite supplements. So it's called Gut Personal, and I've been using it for about six months now. And I gotta tell you, one of my best friends is an incontinence therapist, so she's trained in pelvic floor and pelvic health, and she gives the best gut massages. It's the best thing to get me to poop, and I was like, begging for them a couple times a week and I told her I would totally pay her for all of this. Even on my birthday, I asked for a gut rub and honestly, it just made these beautiful poops. I felt so good. But I haven't had to do any of that since I started using gut personal. Maybe once I've asked her to do it and it was related to my period. So there's four different products that I use. The first one is called the Soother and it soothes your beautiful gut and it helps calm heartburn and acid reflux, which I have a ton of. The next one is the healer. And this one is like gut and immune essentials. So this one totally works on the skin issues that I have. So like my eczema and a lot of food sensitivities that I have because I have um, a gluten sensitivity and a dairy sensitivity. And then the last one that I love is called the Miracle Worker, which is a magnesium supplement. And that works on you know, a restful night's sleep and it really supports your anxiety during the day and helps you poop every day, which I mean, obviously I super love. And it's also, you guys, known to help with your muscle and period cramps. And I lied. Um, there is one more and that is the daily probiotic, which helps you decrease the bad bacteria and increase the good bacteria and totally helps with immune support. So if you are totally into this and if you're wanting to look at at it a little bit more. There's a little quiz on the website. So it's gutpersonal.com and you go and you take the little quiz and fill out the quiz, do all those things. And then you guys, you can get 10% off with my code. My code is her shit. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I had a little too many cocktails when I signed up for this. So it's H-E-R-S-H-I-T, which is kind of relatable because my business is called her health and empowerment and reproduction. And I mean, S-H-I-T is what we're ultimately trying to do, right? So Pop on there, I promise, totally worth it. Tag me in any of uh, the stories talking about how much you love it or just send me a message because I wanna hear from you. Okay, bye. Moving into like what 
other research I had come up with or I had learned. Honestly, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find a doctor who doesn't want you to lose weight before you try to conceive. The more women I talk to, that seems to be the common theme. There are a few clinics out there that don't necessarily have a BMI cap for them to do treatments. They do have pretty good success rates, I believe. However, when I was looking at the different research too, really there's only a 2% difference of being successful with fertility treatments and your body weight or your body BMI, for example. So I want to say it was like 15 to 17%, right? Like a 2% difference isn't substantial. It is a difference. There is something there. But again, that could come down to lifestyle, right? Like if you're having seven sodas a day, if you're emotional eating an entire box of glazed donuts, if you're, you know, throwing back a whole bottle of wine, there's some habits to change that is going to, you know, affect the physiology in your body. And that goes with chronic stress too. Like it doesn't necessarily, you're not safe from stress, whether you have a normal BMI or a higher BMI. So there's all these different factors too, but I think a lot of women that I've talked to at least who are told to lose weight, that increases the stress and increases the pressure. And so that might be a factor as well. So I'm going to tell you about a few different stories that I've come in contact with. So I my one of them is a good friend of mine. She's pregnant and she was really down on herself because when she was at her one of her appointments, they kept talking about her BMI. And they kept talking about the baby's health. And this is pregnancy after loss, mind you. And she, you know, we were so excited to work together. She is like one of my biggest fans and one of my biggest cheerleaders. And her relationship with food is something that we've been really working on. And really just her relationship with her body and her habits. And, you know, the way they treated her about her BMI completely derailed her and brought her down and brought her into this state of sadness where, you know, she was on a really beautiful forward path with our goals and our habits that we were creating. Even though she was pregnant, they were still beautiful and there was some big changes and that like really caused us to take a step back for a few weeks while we processed that and, you know, overcame that. But Honestly, I was like, F the BMI, okay? Let's look at your lifestyle. Let's look at your habits. Let's look at like creating this human inside of you in a very healthy and loving way. And we're going to be okay. And you know what? Baby's okay. And she's okay. So I think too, with some of that, there's just this extra pressure that doctors put on us that we don't necessarily see or know or understand, it's probably just what they've been told and what they learned. You know, if you think back to the generation before us and how weight was such a thing, how there was so much pressure to be a certain size or so much pressure to fit into different clothes or look a certain way, Also, in the same breath, it was also the generation that made us clean everything on our plate. Like there was no teaching us to stop eating when we were full. It was always, 
you know, there's food that goes to waste or there's starving kids in Africa that would love your food. And so now we're carrying this, these mentalities and these childhood like pressures into our adult life. And it's really messing us up. And it's coming out over and over and over again when I'm talking to these women who are trying to conceive. So that's going to lead me down this little rabbit hole too. That's, you know, I think just having a healthy body is what you need. Having a healthy mindset, right? I look at the physical, emotional, and mental mindset of somebody. And that's what I coach on. And that's what I work on. It's all three. I'm also incorporating the spiritual piece too, like that, which is greater. So for me, it's God. And it's, it's about living in that healthy lifestyle and being in a really nice place as we enter parenthood, essentially. Okay. So that was one of my clients and friends that has had this experience a little bit with being in a bigger body and pregnancy. So another woman I was talking to, to her doctor completely refused to do, or I think it was an IVF clinic, completely refused to do any fertility treatments on her until she lost weight. And so she, um, healthy or unhealthy was like, F you (laughs) and went and found a fertility clinic that would take her with her current BMI. And it was a really difficult and hard retrieval. And it was not the numbers that they really wanted to have. And I don't know the background behind it. I don't believe it was because of weight. I believe it was because of other factors because right now she's looking for donor embryos. But like I think about that pressure and that like she was cut off from care and treatment because of her BMI, which is just a load of crap. The next woman that I've been talking with too, she's a (laughs) go-getter. She, um, she was put on a, I think she had a certain amount of weight she had to lose before her current clinic would do her transfer or do her retrieval. And she is freaking doing it. She hired a health coach and she's freaking getting after it. However, she is doing all these beautiful things to get to the weight that they want her to be at. But the lifestyle things are still not taken care of, which is what we're starting to coach on is, you know, the emotional eating and the coping tools and the stress management. And so, yes, you can get down to a certain weight, which is great, but still think of the stress that's on your body and still think of like what's going into your body and how your body is processing things. Because, you know, when you think about your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system, when your sympathetic nervous system is is activated, so that's your fight or flight system, like your body doesn't know if it's running from a bear or if you're just over least stress because you're doing intense dieting or doing anything intense in your life. So it's going to react the same. And when you're in that system, your body's going to be like, it is not a great idea to make a baby right now. So I'm not saying that it doesn't. I think a lot of stress people get pregnant. But what I'm saying is being in your parasympathetic nervous system, you're more relaxed and more you're more regulated nervous system. You're more likely to be in a good spot to conceive a baby or do all the things that you need to do, like ovulate and build a really healthy lining. Okay. Anyway. So those are things we're working on, right? Because that is something that 
I feel true deep down in my soul is more important than weight loss when it comes to fertility. But what do I know? I'm just a therapist and a health and life coach. I'm not a doctor. And then, um, oh my gosh, the other woman I was talking to too, she was like, I have to lose 70 pounds. They told me, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not doing IVF for you or we're not doing IUI until you lose 70 pounds. And she was like, what the, (laughs) I love this lady. And she's like, I, this is my body weight now. This is where I would love to be. This is where they want me to be. She's like, I will never, I will never be at that spot because I have big bones. I have this, I have this. And again, I was like, think of the dramatic amount of stress you would be putting on your body to lose 70 pounds and think of the timeline that it would take because holler we want to do this healthy and right and like for lifelong if you're going to work with me and if you're going to lose weight with me it is going to be right it is going to be healthy habits and routines and we are doing this forever right it's not going to be some stupid fad diet that doesn't work right Not all things, diets work for everyone. Everyone's so different. So that was her. And the last person that I want to talk about with um, trying to get pregnant in a bigger body is someone who was even denied, you know, moving forward to even testing, right? It's almost like they didn't even take her, her seriously. She was just told, to go and lose weight and then come back, which I, I just can't believe that that is still the mentality and what society is saying, what our doctors are saying to us, these people that we come to for help and for guidance and honestly kind of vulnerable because this is not an easy topic to approach. And then when you're told to just lose weight, hello, people who need to lose weight already know they need to lose weight. They already know all of this. And so talking about it in that capacity is probably not helpful. I mean, like I said, I don't know, because right now I have worked very hard to be in this normal BMI and this normal body size. But I have been in that place where I have felt not worthy, where I have felt unlistened to, and where I have felt not good enough because of my body. And it's time to flip the freaking script. So do you, need, do you need to lose weight to get pregnant? No. I think the better question is, do you need to change your lifestyle to get pregnant? It probably will help and it probably will support. Now, are you doing things wrong and that's why you're not getting pregnant? I don't freaking know. I don't think anyone's doing anything wrong. Sometimes I just think really crappy, shitty things happen to really great people who want to have kids. What I'm saying is, based on the research, it looks like it's helpful. It really does. And I know there's some really, really big influencers out there who think like, yeah, if you lose weight and you change your lifestyle, you're going to get pregnant. I'm going to tell you, I had a freaking amazing lifestyle and I was a great weight. And I still had to do IVF. I got pregnant through IVF. But then my pregnancy was just crap. And I had high blood pressure. I ended up going on bed rest for eight weeks with my son. 
And I remember walking into the clinics and all of the nurses that would talk to me or like help me because I was highly, highly monitored towards the end. They thought I was going to have like a stroke and I don't know what they thought was going to happen to my babe. But anyway, they would always be like, you don't look like somebody who had have high blood pressure. I'm like, nope. But like, what does that mean? And what does that look like? I don't think just because of your body size that you're exempt from all these other health impacts or this fertility junk. Okay. But I also on the flip side, think that a healthier lifestyle, healthier habits even if your body size stays the same, I believe that you can be happier and enjoy life a little bit more. And that's what I work on. That's what I do. That's what I coach with women. Like I, I don't do pregnancy stuff, right? I, I don't like, I know what a lot of the junk means. I know what a lot of the fertility jargon means. And I will listen, and that is great, and I want to know where you're at in your fertility journey, but I want to know more where you're at in your health journey, where you're at in your enjoyment of life, where you're at in your contentment. And a lot of the times, you're not okay. People are not okay. And if you are wanting to be on that side of being okay, that is something I work on. That is something that I do. So if you're ready to like look into that and like feel that own power within you, feel that empowerment, get on the other side of this really awful soul-sucking journey. I'm not saying you're going to get pregnant if you work with me. What I'm saying is you're going to enjoy life more. You're going to be happier if you commit yourself to the work that is. Okay, that's all I have for now. Love you and bye. Thank you for listening in today. I hope it inspired you or maybe you awkwardly snorted out loud. Either way, totally cool. Now listen, those of us who really need to hear something like today's episode might need a gentle nudge to tune in. Please, if you know anyone that would benefit from today's episode, please text it to her right now. And remember, you are not a mess. You are brave for trying. Can't wait to talk soon.